I'm Eric Tran. I'm Kristen Atividan. I'm Ryan Tran. And you're listening to Movie Moguls, the podcast about all things in the realm of film. And in this episode, we are reacting to the 2020 Oscar nominations. They are out. They've been out for the last couple days. Uh, and there's a lot to digest here. There's a lot to go through. Um, we're going to start with Best Picture. We're going to go through all the categories. Um, you know, talk about some categories more than more than other ones, but we're going to try to talk about all of them. Um, some snubs for sure, uh, but some nominations I am very happy for. Uh, so yeah, let's get started, guys. Initial reactions to the 2020 Oscar noms. Uh, let's go with Best Picture. So for Best Picture, guys, we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman, and Ford versus Ferrari. Any surprises there? I feel like we all kind of guessed this, predicted this, right? No more, no less. Like, based on the odds, these were, like, the top nine. Yeah, and by odds, we're going to be referring to odds a lot. So, by odds, we mean, like, the betting odds, the go derby odds. So, that's yeah. kind of, like, a measurement we use a lot here at Movie Moguls to kind of factor in into the Oscar race. You know, which movies are favorites and which is kind of, like, an upset. So it's just like a statistical metric we use. Um, not subjective. Well, kind of subjective, but something we follow. But yeah, it the nine nominations for Best Picture are all top nine in odds. So going by that, the Gold Derby odds, no upsets at all. Kind of mm-hmm. surprising, right? Was that like this last year? Or? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think Bohemian Rhapsody was like maybe actually i think that was Bohemian, eight yeah yeah that was yeah. like eight noms last year i believe or eight or nine that was like the last one but they like i think it was the surprising thing was they cut off at only at eight because beale street was ninth last year yeah and like first man was like 10th or yeah you know. yeah, yeah. yeah and i don't want to go too much into last year's but that was pretty much how it was but this year the top nine it cut off 10th and odds left out was knives out shocking or no i feel like everyone liked Knives Out, but it didn't seem like best picture-y. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't surprised. Yeah, me neither. I really enjoyed the movie, but I'm not surprised. I want to see The Farewell in here. Or like anywhere over on this Oscars. They did not nom The Farewell at all. Yeah, going by the rankings, The Farewell was 11th in odds. Tied for 11th with The Two Popes. Which, I have to say, if there was a 10th nom, I don't think it was would be Knives Out. I think... It would be two popes. Yeah, that's yeah. what Krista and I like. Oh, there's a tenth nom. It would be two popes. Yeah, that's what you guys predicted. Yeah, on our not on our podcast, but just on your predictions on GoDerby.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I predict the knives out, which was tenth, but I think it would have been two popes. Actually, now looking back at it, because it did get the screenplay nomination, it got the actor, actor nomination, supporting actor. Mm-hmm. So, Knives Out. I think it's deserved. Like, Two Pulps, when you say, like, actor, supporting actor and screenplay, it's a good movie. Having seen it, you've seen the Two Pulps, Ryan. Mm-hmm. If you would nominate a 10th movie, would you nominate Knives Out or Two Pulps? The Farewell. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't bring up Bombshell. That's 11th. Or, excuse me, uh, Farewell was 12th, not 11th earlier. It's 12th tied with the Two Pulps. The 11th in Bomb odds show. was Bombshell. I'm glad I didn't. Really, I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. glad. It's but, a very Oscar-y movie. Kind of like Vice last year? Yeah. Similar. Modern, like, political movie. Yeah, those are movies that didn't make it. So within the movies that did make it, how do you guys feel? Uh, Well, saying, like we said earlier, it's the top nine in odds. I'm not surprised, but I'm overall, you know, happy. You know, I can't complain too much. There's some movies that, you know, like for me, Joker, I don't know. I know it was going to get nominated, but I don't know how I feel really about that. It was like a big movie. Yeah. yeah. Really big movie. In comparison to last year, I know we're going back to that a lot. I'm happy, I guess, Joker, or you could argue Jojo Rabbit were like the worst movies nominated this year. Maybe Ford versus Ferrari as well. But compared to last year's debacle with Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> Green, Green Book, Book winning. winning, not just nominated, but winning. And you could argue Black Panther, you know, great movie, but comic book movie for me. I think this year I'm more satisfied with the best yeah. picture nominations. I was expecting the Joker nom, but um, I'd be more surprised if it won. Yeah, I, it has a chance of winning. I hope not. But I think there's like five movies you can make a case that could win. I think it's yeah. like Joker, Irishman, Parasite, 1917, Once Upon a Time. And like Marriage Story, JoJo, Little Woman, Four vs. Ferrari, I don't think can win. All right. Not to stray too much from the nominations, but just not our official predictions. Just a little off the record 
Who do you guys think is winning Best Picture out of our nine official nominations? Who do I think, and then who would I want to yeah, win? Yeah, give me your sh- who should win, but who do you think will win? Right now, I feel like Once Upon a Time has a good chance, but then I would want Parasite to win. I feel like I want to see like Parasite or like Little Women or something because it's like very not Academy like, and it's, they're just good movies. But I feel like it's yeah, Once Upon a Time, but. My number one right now, my front runner is 1917. It's like a war Ooh. movie. You know? I mean, Sam Mendes is yeah. getting a lot of traction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1917, I'm sure it's going to, I think it's going to win like the BAFTA's Best Picture. Um, and then obviously it won a lot. The Golden Globes, it has a lot of momentum. I do think Once Upon a Time is still the favorite to win it. I think a contender for sure is Irishman. The Irishman was number one in odds for a while. It slipped to two. I would not be surprised if it won. But who I want to win is Parasite. But I agree with you too, Ryan. Little Woman, I would be stoked if it won. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Uh, overall, I'm very happy with the nominations. I can't complain too much. Um, so, I think that's all that I have for Best Picture. Shall we move on, guys? To Best Director? Yeah. Yep. We can always just like go back. Yeah, we can go back. We can talk about it. Alright, so Best Director. Ooh. I have some things to say. But the nominations for Best Director are Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino excuse me, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sam Mendes for 1917, and Todd Phillips for Joker. Not nominated, Greta Gerwig, Little Woman, not nominated. Noah Brombach, not nominated for Marriage Story. Taika Watiti, not nominated for Jojo Rabbit. Um, even Pedro Amadovar, not nominated for Pain of Glory. So, you know, decent amount of Snubs. I know there's only five spots, but a good amount of people are left off that I think deserve it over Todd Phillips. I would take Greta over Todd Phillips. And I know you feel the same. Yeah, I, I was very vocal about it on Twitter. Very, very vocal about it. I mean, like, how could they leave her out? Like, and it's not just, I think it is because she's a woman and, you know, I think we have some ways to go. But even without going into that, whole rabbit hole of you know nominating women because they do deserve because they make great movies i think ignoring that she just deserves it because the movie is so good right i think greta just deserves the nomination because i think little woman for me was better directed than joker oh yeah i don't think like you the comparison between little woman joker i feel like it's by far a little woman for me yeah yeah by the way i don't hate joker i'm i'm very in the middle like there's joker haters and there's joker stands i'm like in the middle i think it was actually a really good movie but for it to get 11 nominations hmm that was okay yeah like it's for me i liked it i don't think for me i even said it earlier i don't think it deserved best picture nomination uh it definitely did not deserve best director nomination out of five spots todd phillips really so like i didn't see it in theaters so i was just kind of waiting for like oh okay i have to watch it since got 11 nominations now but i mean i was gonna watch it but that was like the big push okay i have to watch it like right now and I watched it, and then like, it made me more mad that Todd Phillips got Best Director nominations. Like and Ryan, did you not watch it in theaters because you did not think it would do this well at the Oscars? Be honest. I mean, I was one of the the people that was like, oh, like Joaquin Phoenix, like maybe score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't think. I'll be like, yes. yeah, like I sitting like those here are today. The two that I would think so too. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I watched it because Joaquin and. I actually think, you know, it's a solid movie, but I don't think it's a top five movie. I don't think it's a top 10 movie of the year. Um, so I don't, definitely don't think it should get directing nomination. Um, it definitely wasn't not the strength of the film. So I was very upset of that. Uh, even, you know, if Greta didn't get the nom, I would want you know, Noah to get the nom. I would want story. Pedro Amadovar, you know, amazing as well. For Pain and Glory. Uh, That'd be great. Some talk about Taika getting the nom. Uh, you know, I'm... I didn't think Jojo Rabbit was that spectacular. Uh, I thought, if anything, the writing was good, but not the direction. Well, I would want, like, Celine Skiyama. I believe that's how you say her name, but um, for Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Mm. That would be another female director. Very well-deserved. Very great direction, but, you know, not even in the conversation for Best Director. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Marion Heller, yeah. yeah. Another female director. There's an argument she should have been. Lulu, Lulu Wong, of course. The Farewell, uh, she's up there, and there's a lot of great nominations uh, that could have happened, but overall, 
And ultimately, I just want Bong Joon-ho to win. Yeah, I really yeah, want him yeah. to win. Um, I see an upset of, like, Sam Mendes winning. Is it an upset? Like, that is, like, upsetting, but is it an upset? <laughs> <laughs> I think Scorsese's still the favorite, though. Hmm. Has he won anything? That's that's a good point. 40, obviously, <laughs> he's won things. Like, 40 Irishmen. Sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mendes is getting all the traction, and I think it might go all the way to the Oscars, so we'll see. Uh, but that, you know, Scorsese... Without question, he gets the nom. You know, Bong Joon Ho, Tarantino, Mendez—they're all like locks. It was kind of down to that fifth spot, right? The whole yeah. process leading up to it, it's like, who's gonna get that fifth spot? There's polls on Twitter, there's polls everywhere. Like, who's gonna get the fifth? Where are your predictions? Is it Gerwig? Is it Phillips? Brombach? There's like all this debate, and and then we got Todd Phillips. So I just want another Bong Joon Ho um, acceptance speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is so lovely. He's so funny and kind and inspirational. Uh, this award season has been fun because of him. A big part because of him. He's great. He's great on stage. So I really hope he wins just because he deserves it, but also because he's just so fun on stage. Uh, all right. Shall we move on to Best Actors? Yep. yep. All, right. all right. This one is also very interesting. Um, kind of down to that fifth nomination as well. So we have Renee Zellweger for Judy. She's the front runner. Front runner by far. We have Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Woman, and we have Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Um, Odd Ones Out, Aquafina, The Farewell, Lupita Nyong'o for Us. Um, this is a stacked year. Very stacked yeah. for actresses, for lead actresses this year. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? I haven't watched Harriet yet, so I can't like be like, oh, she really deserved it. But I am sad that Lupita Nyong'o got snubbed. Yeah, I, I was hoping for a Lupita nom. Yeah, Lupita was a magnificent. So good in Us. She's I think really good. Us yeah. is her, honestly. The movie really revolves around her. Um, great movie, but it's definitely Lupita like shining through in that film. And that's definitely an Oscar-worthy performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen Harry as well, so I can't speak for that. But I am bummed Aquafina didn't get the nomination as well. Oh, um, also Alfrey Wildard. She was like, and like maybe she can get that fifth spot for um clemency. Yeah, clemency. I know you wanted to watch that. Yeah, haven't had the chance yet, but we haven't seen Judy as well. But like you said, she's the Renee Zellweger is the yeah. front runner. You think they're gonna pull like a a Glenn Close this year? Like maybe just like Renee just doesn't win the Oscar. I, I've been saying that it's Judy's sort Who of did? like a movie no one's really watched. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, and a decent amount of people I know who are into film haven't. Maybe maybe they will now. Maybe, but no right. one saw the wife. Right. No <laughs> what do you think it would be? ScarJo? I think Charlize has a chance. She's kind of loved in Hollywood. Uh, Bombshell didn't get a lot of love and nominations, but she's great. I think she is very good in Bombshell. Um, maybe she wins out. But at the same time, maybe not because Bombshell didn't do too hot. Yeah. I don't think Scarlett Johansson gets it without the controversy. I know it's but she been, got she got double noms. She got double noms. So the controversy has been her PR team's keeping it like down, on the down low really well, <laughs> extremely well. It's like to the point of it being a meme now. It really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Because I, they're like, oh my god, like the Bath the Bathos, by the way did not nominate any um, people of color for acting. Eighteen acting nominations, all white. Yeah, all white. And then they're like, no, there's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she's but, Asian. She's yeah. a tree. She's transgender. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, double noms are her. We'll get into that later with supporting actors. But she did get the nom here, Marriage Story. Obviously well-deserved. Um, she was great in that. Uh, Saoirse Ronan, amazing for Little mm, Woman. She's like one of, she's the second youngest now, beating, I mean, uh, losing to J-Law. Sorry. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Um, by like four months to get four acting nominations at 25. In- insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. She's uh she's have a great the rest of her career. She already has an amazing career. She's already, yeah. I think, a legend. Uh maybe not yet, but she's getting there. She's great. She deserves it for Little Woman. Um so Lupita, we agree, snubbed. Do you think Aquafina got snubbed? Or would you take out, you know, Sersha, Scarlett, Charlize, or we didn't see Judy, but Renee. Or you think Aquafina's just you know, a victim of a very stacked year. I feel like Aquafina. I don't know. She's go. good. She's really good. Yeah. But it's tough to say. I might want to take out 
Charlize Theron, maybe. Wow, really? Yeah. Second in odds. Yeah. She is second in odds. Yeah, that doesn't mean she's like a top five. That's true. For me, personally. Um, yeah, I want to see Aquafina there instead of her. But like that doesn't mean it was a bad nomination. Like I could see why she got nominated for Best Actress. I do think it's close. I love Aquafina. You know, obviously, I'm Asian representing. <laughs> I do think Charlize is really great too. So it's, it's, it's a tough call. And then Charlize gets it. Um, not that she would be the one left out, like we said. She's second in odds. If anything, maybe Sersha, but I think Sersha is magnificent. But anyways, yeah, very stacked here for actresses. Cynthia Erivo gets it for Harriet. Uh, haven't None of us have seen it. I'm sure she's great. Um, I haven't heard mu- much backlash. People are happy for her. It's mostly the Lupita snub. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Best Actor. Also, very interesting. This one is a little more... Uh, it could go either way, I think. You know, any of this, maybe two spots where not locks. So we have Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, and we have Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Um, left out, Taron Edgerton, Rocketman, Robert De Niro, The Irishman, uh, Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name. Adam Chris- Sandler, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari. It's more, I guess, deeper, but they're more even, I guess, than actors for this year. The actors, um, Taron Egerton has gotten you know some love, Golden Globes, yeah, and the did snub. He, did he get the BAFTA? Um, I can't remember at the top of my head, but I know he he got the SAG nom. He did get the SAG. Yeah. I got believe the, he got the BAFTAs. Golden Globe win, SAG nom. So. It seemed like he was like a shoe in for best for actor. Nomination, no- yeah. at yeah. least, yeah. Yeah, I thought he would get the nominations. Very surprised he didn't. Um, it, it seems very Oscar-y because after like last year, Rami Malek winning for you know portraying Freddie Mercury, I thought you know Taron Egerton would be nominated. He oh, just checked. He is nominated for the Baftas. Uh, so yeah, he's everything but the Oscar. Yeah, surprising. Very surprising. I'm happy Banderas made it in here. I'm very happy yeah. Antonio Banderas. He's like it. my actor of the year for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. Yeah. Some pain and glory love. Yeah. I think Adam Driver for me might be the acting performance of the year, but I really like Banderas as well. So I'm happy, arguably, arguably my two favorite and Adam Sandler's left out, but my two, two of my three favorite acting performances from an actor are in here. Cause last year it wasn't, um, with Ethan Hawke being snubbed. So this year is a little bit better for me. I know odds-wise, Leo was like set to get nominated, but like, how do you guys feel about him nominating? Mm, not very happy. He was third in odds. He, I don't think, should be yeah. third in odds. I think his name recognition in the movie's big. Yeah, I feel like I was expecting it though, so. Yeah, totally expected it. Not surprised at all, but I can't, I could still be upset because I don't think he deserves the nomination. Yeah, like I said, I wish there was like Adam Sandler or um, even like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And you see all Dolomite is playing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's great. Jonathan Price, pretty good in two votes. All right, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Game of Thrones <laughs> fans are very happy he's nominated because he's in Game of Thrones. This is his first Oscar nomination. I haven't he seen. He's two- in a. He had like a. Maybe he could have got nominated last year for The Wife, but he didn't. But he, he's in. Yeah, first nom. That's great. Um, yeah, he he played um Pope Francis. What if we're looking at the odds? The number six in odds, Robert De Niro left out. We haven't talked much about him getting snubbed, despite the Irishman getting lots of love. Two supporting actor noms, uh, obviously Best Picture amongst other categories across the board. But its leading actor, its main character, Robert De Niro, left off. It very interesting actually. I don't think that's being talked about. He's a big name as well. It's not like he's an unknown. Uh, that's pretty surprising because I know he didn't get a lot of nominations for previous awards, but if he got a nomination here, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I but put him. Didn't. I put him as my fifth pick when I was making my Oscar predictions. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is something. You know, that's definitely a surprise. But Jonathan Price gets in uh, over him. Uh, very close for that fifth spot. Christian Bale. I thought Christian Bale was pretty good. I didn't watch Four vs Ferrari, but. I, I haven't heard like wild praise. It's obviously not like Christian Bale is terrible. I just haven't heard much. Yeah, I don't think he should have been nominated. I actually think he's around the same level as Leo, though. Um, mm, okay. Both solid. Because I don't think Leo should have 
been nominated either. Uh, but I would love to see Adam Sandler, but sadly not, not this year for Uncut Gems. Sadly. All right, let's move on to Best Supporting Actress. So we have Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Jennifer, oh, not Jennifer Lopez, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> should have been. Should have been, second odds. Uh, but seriously, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Florence Pugh, Lo, uh, Little Woman. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. And we have Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. Interesting. Interesting. No Jennifer Lopez. No Zhao Xu Zhen, The Farewell. <laughs> I really want to see her here. Yeah. And also top and odds up there. Chris says, watch this. Annette Benning, the report. So Kathy Bates gets an quote upset, I guess if you want to call it that, over Annette Benning, Xiao Xu Zhen, J Lo. And J Lo, which was second in odds. Very high up. Reminds me of two years ago, the big sick. Uh, oh, Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter didn't get the nomination. She was very, you know all season people are expecting them didn't come so what do you guys think of the supporting actress nominations i mean i haven't seen hustlers yet so i can't say that like i you know i can't like yeah, say like i'm the testament to like j-lo's performance but being high up that high up in odds i'm sure she's good yeah and yeah. the hair praise for sure like it's pretty widespread praise yeah. and she was like consistently nominated in other yeah like she awards. was in the combo to like oh like maybe she'll win the golden globe and laura Dern ended up winning it but like it's shocking because to win her like who's gonna win the oscar supporting actors if laura Dern doesn't win it jennifer Lor- lopez is gonna win it and turns out she's not even nominated so i think it laura Dern is winning for sure it's like a lock it's a lock yeah uh margot robbie bombshell i thought she was good uh, I don't think she was amazing. Nicole Kidman, I would say, is better in that movie as supporting for me. Yeah, for that same yeah. movie, Nicole Kidman was better. I think. Love Margot Robbie's a person; she's great. Yeah. Everyone loves her, but you know, I don't know about that bombshell nomination for her. Florence Pugh, I'm stoked. She was fourth in odds, but there's a decent chance I thought she could have been snubbed. I would have been year, pissed. Yeah, but she got in. I'm I'm very happy about that. She was great in Little Woman. I thought she was the best acting performance in Little Woman. Search was great. Florence is also really great. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Double Nom. We were talking about it earlier. Jojo Rabbit, she's in. Uh, thoughts on that, guys? We all saw Jojo Rabbit. I think she's my favorite character in that movie. Yeah, me too, actually. I love her. I like Roman Griffin Davis. He's just great. Like, I didn't hate her in that movie at all, but... She's really she's really good. I think she deserved the Double Nom, actually. I'll say that now. Oh, on the record, Scarlett Johansson deserves the Double Nominations. Yeah, I just, you know what I want to see? Just like literally all the female characters in Parasite. Oh, yeah. In this category. Yeah. Like, yeah, amazing. They're all so good. Um, can't remember the actress name, but um, she played the housekeeper. Oh, she was great. She, she was the one that like maybe could have got Best Supporting Actress if, if it was anyone from Parasite for Supporting Actress. But they're all amazing. At yeah. May Park So Damn. I think she was higher up. Yeah. Or odds. Um, she was great. Uh, she plays the, you know, the sister and the family. Mm-hmm. She's really good. Uh, Cho Yuzhong, the mom of the rich family. She's, she's really great. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Parasite, just amazing. I guess it was more of like an ensemble thing. That's how people saw it. But they're all really great. Um, I'm sad Zhao Shuzhen didn't get in for the farewell i had her in my top five to get nominated but she did not get in which i'm pretty bummed about i thought she was fantastic she's, she's like the beating heart of that movie she is yeah, so I good love her. in the farewell aquafina's good but i think zhao Shen was the best acting performance by far in the farewell and i thought the farewell was a great movie um so i'm very very upset on that but um, yeah um i i'm probably gonna say laura dern i can't see her not winning the oscar yeah, yeah it's yeah, her category to win for sure yeah and uh, being the only one out of the three of us to watch the report i just want to say um i wasn't really expecting annette benning to get a nom and honestly like i wasn't even aware of how high she was in odds over until Cassie you guys Bates. talked to me about it yeah and we haven't seen richard jewel but she gets in uh from what i hear and what i've read is she's really good in that movie okay so yeah um it's not a nom people are too pissed about, but some people are because, you know, Zhao Zhen, J-Lo, um, you know, J-Lo, of course, mostly the J-Lo fans yeah. are upset because she's clearly the one snubbed here. Um, but tough category as well. 
Happy Florence gets in. Moving on to like best supporting actor. Hmm. We have Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time Hollywood. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for An Irishman. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes. Song King Hope and Parasite is left out. Snubbed. 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 So snubbed. He's the dad and the poor like the family. Kim, the Kim family. Yeah. Kim family. He is so good. Yeah. He is so good. I think in terms of deserving the win, I might put him to win it. Like deservingly. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt is great yeah. too, but he's fantastic. Tom Hanks is great. Uh, Pacino and Pesci are both also great. I think overall, though, like the nominations, I'm very happy with. Besides, you know, Song King Ho not getting in. I'm very, eh, that sucks. But I can't say about Anthony Hopkins. You watched it, Ryan. What do you think? He was good. He wasn't like... Like you're not mad about it. It's not like... You are mad about it because Song King Ho got snubbed. Yeah, but he wasn't bad at all. Like, he was pretty good. <laughs> you know what I'm actually very upset about? Willem? Willem. Oh, I haven't Defoe. seen yeah. Lighthouse. But oh. I'm... You, I could argue the best two supporting actors of this year, of 2019, were not nominated. Song King Ho, ooh, for Parasite, and Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse. If you've seen The Lighthouse, you know what I'm talking about. Him not getting snubbed is a travesty. Uh, I love The Irishman. I think Al Pacino deserves it. I think Joe Pesci deserves it. It's a very stacked year. It's always tough arguing. I think Tom Hanks is great. I just wish Willem got nominated because he was just phenomenon. He was a phenomenon. He was phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> a phenomenon. <laughs> I feel like Brad Pitt got a lot of screen time. Yeah, is he supporting? Like, is he really? Yeah, I know we had that conversation once you watched it. Yeah, and that's something some people have brought up like, too. I know they put him in supporting because there's also Leo, and then they're like, okay, like obviously there's a higher chance for him to win the Oscar, and obviously he's probably going to win the Oscar now, but that kind of raises the debate um how people are like, nominated for supporting how about regina king last year getting supporting actress instead of lead regina king or viola davis oh excuse me not last year a, a few years back right? yeah yeah for, um, for, fences. Viola davis for fences oh. yeah that was that was a big one a lot of people thought she was leading actress not supporting Dev, like, Dev Patel, some people thought, yeah, should have not have been supporting actor. It's all for pretty Lion. political and how like the companies market and like put their movies onto the Oscar bid. I think there needs to be a cutoff. Like there needs to be a scientific cutoff for supporting acting. Like you have to be in less than fifty percent of the movie. And it's Extreme like yeah, time. Brad Pitt is good. You <laughs> Stats. Know? Stats. Like if your face is on screen for over fifty percent of the movie. You shouldn't be supporting. Like Brad Pitt is good, but like, is he really supporting actor? Yeah, he's great. Like he's pro- he's definitely gonna win it. I don't think Al Pacino or Joe Pesci wins it. Tom Hanks is great too. I think Tom Hanks was supporting though. Yeah, if you watch it. Yeah, yeah, he was supporting. Um, very happy for him. He's a great guy. But once once again, Song King Ho, Parasite. I mean, left out. Are you kidding me? And Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse. Man, ridiculous. But Anthony Hopkins gets in. Um, so that is that for supporting actor. I think it's Brad Pitt's category to win. All right, let's move on to best adapted screenplay. All right. Uh, Ryan, you want to go off on the nominations? Um, we have the Irishman, little women, Jojo rabbit, the two popes and Joker. All top five in odds nominated. One left out was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Over overall, I'm pretty happy with this. I think yeah. I want to see, yeah, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood over Joker for me. But besides Agreed. that, yeah. I think it's not the worst nominations I've seen. Yeah, it's definitely expected. Yeah. Most of the good movies this year are original screenplay. I'll say that. Mm. Um, like, it's definitely stronger as a category. But yeah, I'm overall, I'm, I'm pr- pretty happy with this. Who do you think wins this? I feel like before... Like, ask me a month ago, and it would be an obvious choice at the Irishman. But Little Women just picked up the Critics' Choice. Big yeah, win. Big W. Greta Gerwig. And I thought, like, the Irishman would be, like, a Critics' Choice darling. Obviously not. So, I have the Irishman still here, but I could see it going to Little Women. Two Popes gets the nomination here as well. Um, it's a good script. Yeah. Good love from the Oscars. I mean, the whole movie is, like dialogue and like that's what keeps it interesting so yeah i could see it 
I t- the nomination I, I would say is like not it's like deserved. Jojo Rabbit could win it. I think has a chance as well. Uh, it's people talk about the writing a lot in that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. it's well written for sure. Uh, I think it's between the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Little Woman winning. It's very close, but overall with the nominations, I'm pretty, you know, happy. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I just don't yeah. want to see Joker winning. That's all. Yeah, I would love to see a Little Woman win. If Joker wins, I know it's not the same category. It was original screenplay, but it's kind of like Green Book winning last year. <laughs> for oh my screenplay. gosh! Oh. oh my god! Criminal! Criminal! Oh Can't, man! Oh, okay, don't remind me. I reminded myself, but. All right, let's move on to Best Original Screenplay. So, the nominations are Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Knives Out, and 1917. All right. So, The Farewell, not nominated. Pain and Glory, not nominated. Mm. And Book Smart, not nominated. And those three films I really enjoyed. But I also really enjoyed 1917. But I don't know if it was necessary. I don't think it was right to nominate 1917 for original screenplay. Um, like, what are your thoughts? I don't think it's a screenplay movie. Yeah, after watching 1917, I would not say that the screenplay is the one that wowed me. Like, yeah. if anything, there's some lines that are a little cheesy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, technically amazing. Cinematography is beautiful. You know, overall, it's a great movie. With, like. A solid plot, hmm. but very linear plot, right? I'll say that. And some people are saying, oh, but 1917, because even if there's a lack of dialogue, the plot is part of the screenplay, which is true. But is nothing, even then, was the plot like wowing? It's not like no. crazy. It's just an A to B story. Exactly. It's funny because I am totally fighting for 1917 for editing. It was snubbed, which I'm like, wow, why is it snubbed for editing? But it gets in for screenplay. That's shocking. Because it should have gotten for screenplay. I thought The Farewell, I mean, that is a beautifully written movie. I think Booksmart is funny and clever and Pain and Glory. I think in a perfect world, my picks for screenplay would be um, like the, what was nominated except for 1917. I would want to see Pain and Glory or The Farewell for me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Ha- I'm actually also, happy Knives Out got it. Yeah. Yeah, the screenplay for Knives Out is amazing. Like, I love that screenplay, but um, I was hoping for The Farewell, too, as a fifth nom. Yeah, Ryan Johnson is a genius. He totally won 2019, especially compared <laughs> to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> uh, Skywalker? I don't know. But, I mean, they end up getting more noms than Knives Out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Knives Out, I'm happy it was here. Yeah, but did J.J. Abrams get the nomination? I don't think so. It's more effects. And yeah. Ryan Johnson gets the nom- nomination here for screenplay. And Knives Out, just very clever movie. Uh, pretty unpredictable and just very funny, enjoyable. The writing is definitely what stands out for that hmm. movie. Like, Daniel Craig is good. Arnold Armas is good. You know, production design is great. But really, we all talk about Knives Out because of the writing. Like, let's yeah. be real. The right? characters. The twists, the characters. Very complex it's just very, very interesting and the fun. Fun. It's written in a way you love the characters. Yeah, you're very, yeah. you're very, very invested in, and that's yeah. tough to do. It's not easy to to write a movie like that. Um, so Knives Out definitely, you know, shines because of the writing, and I'm definitely happy Marriage Story gets it. I think Marriage Stories could win it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could as well. Parasite is there as well, and that's something. It's it's different than Knives Out, but very similar. That the writing is very clever, very interesting, and intricate. So those get in. 1917 gets in for some reason, in my opinion, and The Farewell, Pain and Glory, and Booksmart are left out. But once again, like I said earlier, what, the best movies, I think, this year, most of them are original screenplay hmm. um, for this category. Fun fact, we like went over our predictions before it got like before the noms came out. We actually all guessed correctly. 1917? Like not, it's not like our picks, our favorite picks, but then we like guessed what the Academy would pick, and then we were right. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we, at least for us, we predicted after the Golden Globes because it did pretty well there. Yeah. So we picked 1917 here. Uh, fun fact, we also picked it for editing and it won the Critics' Choice. Didn't get the nom. No. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, let's move on to cinematography, guys. So for the nominations, Ryan, you want to start us off? So we have um, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Joker, and The Lighthouse. Woo! lighthouse gets in cinematography i was really hoping for this uh i was talking about this 
for a little bit because the cinematography is great. It's definitely, you know, the fifth one, but I'm really happy it gets in. Uh, gets in over movies like Parasite, Ford versus Ferrari, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and A Hidden Life. We're all, you know, the next one's down in odds. Uh, we've seen all of them. Not all three of us have seen Portrait, but Ryan has. I mean, Krista, I've seen A Hidden Life. So what are your thoughts, Ryan, uh, initially? I think Portrait of a Lady on Fire deserves it. What movie would you take out? Would you take out Joker, Irishman? I know you didn't see Lighthouse, um, but... Probably Joker. Irishman. Irishman? Yeah. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you there. I would... I mean, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, it was just a beautiful, like, visual... Besides, like, this movie itself, just, like, visually, it's, it's a beautiful movie. I know someone has said, like, every frame is, like, a painting, and I agree. Um, the cinematographer also did Atlantics, which also looked nice, so it would be, like, a nod to both amazing foreign film movies so but the odds weren't there it was hard to see portrait of a lady on fire getting a cinematography nom considering that wasn't france's selection yes but we've seen more shocking noms like last year yeah but like at least that was like germany's selection like it got for cinematography yeah. yeah it got nommed for um foreign film as well over burning what was the film's name again uh forget but it was not in the top 15 odds like you can't even predict it yeah while portrait of a lady on fire wasn't france's selection so it could not even it wasn't shortlisted for international film noms yeah so yeah. definitely a tough road tough path for it parasite uh, parasite also, nice. that was a close one we watched um a hidden life we did me and krista did it was a beautiful movie I yeah would say i would say the cinematography was probably my favorite part of that movie i agree the cinematography is beautiful in a hidden, a hidden life uh definitely the shining part of that film so if that got nominated, I would have been happy. Also like an indie film, smaller, uh, compared to the rest. But I would take out, like like you said, Ryan, the Irishman. Over yeah. Maybe Parasite. I haven't seen Portrait, but... I mean, Irishman has some def- definitely some interesting shots and some good looking shots. But like, I wouldn't say it's a pretty movie. I don't think cinematography has to be like pretty, but I think how clever there's, the there's shots like, are and Parasite, I would take Parasite yeah. over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty but, is a part, but just very complex, interesting... Uh, camera work there's no way 1917 doesn't win this yeah yeah (laughs) if it doesn't i would be very shocked and very upset roger deakins on 1917 was great it's like the best part of the movie even people that i've talked to that don't like 1917 we all can agree that it deserves to win cinematography it's just well thought out objectively just the best you know movie in terms of cinematography um so no way it doesn't win it and it's funny because like he I got nominated so many times and then he finally won for Blade Runner 2049 and now he's probably going to win again. Finally. He deserves it. He definitely deserves it. This is this movie was like his playground. Yeah. The cinematography yeah. is... He just he just did his work, really. He did his magic with 1917. Uh, but once again, happy the lighthouse gets in. Ryan, Krista, you guys have to watch it soon because the cinematography is great. You'll see. All right. Shall we move on to best costume design? All right. The nominations, Ryan? Um, Little Woman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Joker. I feel like it gets right here. This one, the nominations get less interesting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like all these noms were like, yeah, the costuming was good. You know? Little Woman is my name, though. Yeah, that movie, I watched that, that movie with costume design in mind. Mm-hmm. It won the Golden Globe, right, too? Yeah. Whoa, Golden Globes don't have those. I think it's Critics' Choice. Critics' Choice. Yeah, one right. Critics' Choice. Um, so yeah, I would like to see Dolomite maybe instead of like, I don't know, it's hard to see. Like, it's d- tough. Costume design, you know, but um, they're all pretty good. Uh, no Rocket Man too? Yeah, no Rocket Man. No Dolomite is my name. Honestly, I don't know if Jojo Rabbit should get in for this. Um, that is the movie that was kind of, oh, that gets in over Rocket Man. Jojo Rabbit gets in over Dolomite is my name. How about Irishman? Hmm. Do they just wear suits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's a, it's a crafts award. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's tougher to, to I mean, analyze. I mean, I know, no disrespect. Like, the Irishman, I think the costume designer, I want to say it's Sandy Powell. Don't quote me on that. It is. But it it is okay. Sandy Powell. It's like a... She a got in by name. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's great. She did the, the costume for the Irishman. She's won in the past. 
but yeah, maybe she gets him by name because she's so well, you know, renowned, world renowned. I just want to see Dolomite as my name in here. I mean, it's Ruthie Carter who won last year for Black Panther. So mm-hmm. snubbed. Yeah. Snubbed. Uh, Happy Little Woman gets in. The costumes were beautiful. I hope it wins. I, I hope, hope it wins. Yeah, I don't really know if it will win, but I hope it wins. Yeah, has a chance. Has a chance. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go on to best film editing. This one is pretty interesting. So the movies we have are The Irishman. Um, give me a sec. The Irishman, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Ooh. This is a category that kind of sways Best Picture historically. Very important category to be nominated in if you want to win Best Picture. And overall, just a, a, a good category. Until last year when Bohemian won it. It kind of <laughs> just tarnished this category. And then category, that one clip just kept on going around Twitter about the editing. Out. They like cut to the chair and like pulling at the chair. <laughs> Awful. And the, uh, honestly, a lot of the movie was like that too. Not just yeah. that. So yeah. It was just, it's just like the worst, the worst win. The yeah. worst win in the history of the Oscars. Yeah. I'm surprised there's no 1917. I'm film surprised there's no Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 And 1917. That was the big talk. Because Once Upon a Time, second in odds, a favorite for Best Picture, did not get the Best Film Editing nomination. Could hurt, could hurt its chances. But we've seen movies win without this in the past. Uh, but. Uh, you would want it to be nominated if you want Once Upon a Time to win Best Picture. So that that is a shock. Um, Thor versus Ferrari, I think, deserves a nomination. Would you agree, Krista? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, we watched that. I thought the editing was great. Irishman editing, I think, was fantastic. Yeah, but I think my favorite is Parasite for film editing because oh. the pacing of the movie is dependent on like the small things in film editing, and I think it, I think it could win. Shout out to Nerd Writer. Yeah, he he kind of broke down very small, small like editing, Intricate, yeah, 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 editing, a lot of tricks. Uh, yeah, he's a great YouTuber. He really broke that down, and it just shines in editing. I mean, Parasite shines in many things, but editing for sure. Uh, I don't know about Jojo Rabbit again getting the editing. That was the one like wow, over nineteen seventeen, yeah. over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I think just as a recording today, um, the Editors Guild just released their um editing wins so they split it into drama and comedy and then so parasite won for drama and jojo rabbit won for comedy surprising very surprising there's a big backlash over obviously 1917 and once yeah not getting the nom for oscars and it's interesting because once upon a time in 1917 you would say are like the front runners right now yeah like top two two out of the three with the irishman parasite parasite as well Uh, very wide open year, uh, but editing only down to five noms. Ford versus Ferrari gets in, but I don't think it has a chance for Best Picture. Obviously not, but it gets the nom here. All right, let's move on to the next category. Uh, so we have makeup and hairstyling. Uh, we have Bombshell. We have Joker. We have Rocket Man. No, no? we have Bombshell, Joker, Judy. 1917 and Maleficent. There you go. Sorry about that. Uh, Maleficent gets in over Rocket Man, who was third in odds. And 1917 gets in over... Once Upon a Time? Um, Irishman? No, the Irishman wasn't even shortlisted. In order of the odds were Bombshell, nominated. Joker was nominated. Rocket Man was not. Judy? Nominated. nominated. Once Upon a Time was fifth in odds. Okay, not, nominated. not nominated. Then we had Dolomite is my name and sixth in odds. And then we had seventh was Maleficent. I mean, best makeup and hairstyling, I feel like it's Bombshell. Like, yeah, it's Bombshell. Yeah, definitely. But it does suck for movies like Rocket Man, who's like, oh, we got the nomination. It's still something. Yeah. They didn't get the nomination. Uh, but I think it's for sure Bombshell's category to win. Uh, next category we have is the best production design. All right. So this is also a very interesting category. Uh, so the nominations that we have are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Thoughts here? Pretty good noms, I would say. Um, for me, I put Little Woman over JoJo when I was predicting, but then maybe that was based on, like, I haven't seen JoJo in a while again. I watched that earlier. So I think overall, this is a pretty solid nomination list. Yeah, JoJo definitely had great production design. 
I watched it fairly recently. Uh, I thought it was, you know, the city is very nicely put together. Like the when they're in the house, this is a very tied together movie in terms of that. Uh, so, you know, very happy for that. It definitely was a good part of the film. Once Upon a Time, of course, beautiful production design. Uh, they had a couple different scenes that looked great, like on set. The house, of course, again, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's house, Brad Pitt at the camp with the gypsies. So beautiful. That is the favorite to win it. Irishman, also nominated, I think has a chance to win it as well. Of course, we see um, beautiful scenes in the Irishman. With, like, you know, there's a lot of great contenders for this category. Uh, Joker didn't get nommed. 11 noms, but not this one. I'm happy about That's that. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I got a lot of noms. Uh, but yeah, a little bit bummed out, Parasite didn't get it. With the house and everything. Yeah. You said it was CGI. Some part of, parts of it was CGI'd. So yeah, I mean, it got nommed. Yeah, it did get nommed. Oh, it did get nommed. Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. Over um, Little Woman. Over Little Woman. My bad there. But yeah, Little Woman. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it going to Once Upon a Time or 1917. Those were like my two, like, oh, I could eat it or. Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. a little all over the place. I'm like reading the odds, like trying to look at the actual noms. Uh, but yeah, totally agreed there, guys. All right, next category that we have is visual effects. So we have Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, no, let's see. No Ad Astra? I haven't seen Ad Astra, so... I thought that was a good movie. I know it was a little bit far in odds. But I would like yeah. to see that Astro here. Uh, good movie. But overall, um, you know, not much to write home about. Pretty solid nominations. Yeah, I'm not mad about anything on this list, honestly. Who do you think wins this? The Irishman? Lion King or 1917? Mm. Yeah. I think Avengers. I feel like last year we said Avengers and that didn't happen. Avengers did not get either sound noms. I got the visual effects. So it won the critics' choice, but then I feel like that happens every year. I feel like the Oscar that has this no respect for Marvel movies because it's this budget, mm-hmm. you know? Is this like money? Marvel movies are not cinema. Like it's this <laughs> a lot of the visual effects, yes, are great, but like at what cost? Like millions and millions of dollars. Whereas like last year they gave it to First Man, which is you now more indie, low budget, but like looked great. Looked fantastic. So maybe they I don't know, maybe they give it to Lion King, kind of like a jungle book thing or maybe they can give it to 1917 like a more practical effects i read a a tweet i forget from who and exactly what but historically the oscar loves movie with animals like if an animal based movie is nominated for visual effects babe it it went babe yes babe was one of them uh jungle book like you said so i think lion king has a very solid chance yeah all right let's go to the sound award guys sound editing we have ford versus ferrari joker 1917 once upon a time and star wars no avengers i feel like i have no strong feelings about sound editing if i'm being completely honest we're not very technical like sound people so it's tough to us to really dive into this but yeah avengers left out uh joker gets the nom here one of its 11 nominations ford versus ferrari great sound editing uh 1917 as well no rocket man no rocket man uh, for either sound awards, had a chance. So did Avengers as well, but both get none. Um, so, yeah, that's some points to take away from this. Moving on to sound mixing. Ad Astra gets in for sound mixing. Very, very happy about that. So it's, it's the same thing instead of Star Wars. So you have 1978, Four vs. Ferrari, Once Upon a Time, Joker, and Ad Astra. Happy with Ad, Ad Astra. Yeah, I'm glad Ad Astra got something. Yeah. I know they expected it was like Rockman, you know, how last year had like Bohemian, The Stars Born, like the sound and audio and all that, you mm-hmm. know, like live audio plus singing, the audience, you mix it together, but didn't get nominated. Yeah, I would say Ed Astra deserves a nomination. I thought the sound mixing was really spectacular. Um, it was definitely, I don't think it was like a phenomenal movie, but the cinematography, the sound mixing, uh, a lot of the technical aspects were really great. And Ed Astra, Still to this day, I think back and like, wow, it, it was you know something memorable uh, about that movie, the sound design. So I'm happy it gets a nomination here because it, des- it deserves it. Um, all right, let's go on to original score. That's what Joker gets it. Little Woman, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Hmm. It's like the same thing every year. I think he always gets John Williams, a great mm-hmm. guy, you know, obviously, but like. That one year he snubbed himself. 
uh, you could say the post is like the post. Yeah. yeah, yeah Two years post. ago. Yeah. Not a great movie, but the score was great. Yeah. And John Williams gets the nom that year, but for Star Wars, not for the post. So yeah, Star Wars gets, gets love for sort of like a remix of the original score he did. I mean, so. for the most part, this, these, like the score nominations are solid. I'm happy Thomas Newman gets love. He kind of deserves a win. It's been overdue. He has a lot of nominations, no win. Uh, 1917, great score. But I think Joker is yeah, winning Joker's this. Yeah, Joker's win. been winning, yeah. yeah. She had a great year. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, Hilder. <laughs> I don't want to butcher her last name. But yeah, but... Um, she's great. She won the Golden Globes for score. Yep. And Critics' Choice. Very, very dark score. And she also did Chernobyl this year. She, so she's she prob- did, yeah. She's probably going to win a Grammy. Ooh. For a um, visual media company. No, that's... Sorry. Well, that, that's off topic. Um, So she had a great year. Um, She's probably going to win... I want to see, I would, instead of Star Wars, maybe Pain and Glory for best score. Uncut Gems. Uncut <laughs> Gems for score. That's I feel so like you. I Lost My Body deserves score. Okay. It wasn't even shortlisted, but like the score was really good in that movie. I know, I think it won the LA Critics Circle for mm. best score, but it didn't, yeah. Didn't even get shortlisted. That's kind of egregious to me. Yeah, I know it's tough and far and odds too for Uncut Gems, but personally, my favorite score of the year was Uncut Gems. Like the mm. synth tied in really well with the film. It was very unique. It was very unique, yeah. but yeah. not just that. It was just a very applicable score to the film. Very uh, Safdie Bros, uh, you know, fit so well with how everything was going. I think it's a big heartbeat at the movie, the score for Uncut Gems. So I'm sad. I didn't expect it to get nominated, but I was, you know, still sad nevertheless. I liked. Uh, I really like *Marriage Story* score. I play it. I played it a whole lot after the, watching the film. Randy Newman was great. Obviously, we know him from like *Toy Story*, but he is also really good in *Marriage Story*. Yeah, mm-hmm. The score is beautiful. A big part of the film as well. Um, but overall, I think *Joker* is going to win this. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's go to original song. Uh, so we have *I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away*, *Toy Story 4*. I'm going to love myself again, Rocket Man. I'm standing with you, Breakthrough, Into the Unknown, Frozen 2, and Stand Up from Harriet. Uh, Glasgow, not nominated. From Wild Rose, yeah. Uh, it won the Critics' Choice. A tie. Tied. Tied, yeah. With um, I'm Going to Love Me Again, right? Yeah, I haven't seen a couple of these films, but Glasgow, I've listened, uh, enjoyed the song, and Pierce saying it ties well with the movie, so that's a snub, uh, mm. what I've been hearing. Can't speak much on that personally, but I think there's no like powerhouse of a song. I guess there's no like a star is born. There's no shallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that That, was (laughs) that was crazy. That was a lock. Yeah, that was a lock. Um, probably Rocket Man. Yeah, probably Rocket Man. Um, I feel like the Disney movies kind of cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. If you're like thinking about like who's gonna win, um, Cynthia Erivo, if she she got double noms, she got. Mm Stand up. She wrote the song, and she obviously got best actress. So two Oscar noms for her this year. Yeah. If she wins one, she can be an EGOT, the youngest yeah. one contender. Hey. Contender. I think she will be an EGOT, maybe not this year, but eventually. Hopefully, yeah. Oscar arguably is the hardest. Yeah, yeah, definitely tough. All right, let's go to animated feature. How to train? How to train your dragon? The hidden world. I lost my body. Claws, missing link, and Toy Story Four. Klaus. 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 Okay, you watched it, Ryan. Yeah. It got over the nomination over Frozen 2. Yeah. What do you think of Klaus? I didn't watch Frozen 2, but I didn't hear great things about it. Klaus is a cute movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really cute movie. Uh, Spanish, right? No. No. Just, 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 it's like a Christmas movie. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Frozen 2 either, but I'm kind of happy Frozen 2 didn't get it because, I don't know, just that bias against like big budget films. Frozen 2 I heard wasn't that great. Um you know, somewhat generic sequels as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy uh, it didn't get the nom. I think Toy Story 4 will win it, though. Yeah. I know Missing Link won the Golden Globes. So it's a, not, like, a dominant year for Disney. Even though, like, I'm kind of pleasantly surprised that Frozen 2 wasn't nommed, I'm also still kind of shocked that it wasn't nommed. Yeah, definitely very, very shocked. We all expected. I want to say I lost my body when, like, a French... Well, like, it got dubbed over now for, like, the Netflix release. But, like, mm-hmm. it's a French... 2D animated. That'll be kind of cool. Or even like Missing Link. DreamWorks. I think DreamWorks missed out on the nomination. Abomin- Abominable. Abominable. Yeah. yeah. So Disney and DreamWorks. 
I know like Pixar, Disney, whatever, but a big Disney movie and a DreamWorks movie getting snubbed out. Yeah. Like over Net- smaller indie movies. Netflix, like I lost my body. Netflix has more movies than Disney in this category. Netflix is dominating the Oscars. Yeah. In, in many categories. The most noms. Yeah. It's like, I think, is this the first time a streaming service got more noms than any other studio? Take that, Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Best International Feature Film. They changed the name for this award. But they didn't change the qualification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have Corpus Christi, Polish movie. Honeyland from North Macedonia is in Turkish. Les Mis Arabs, French. But Portrait of Lady on Fire was not chosen mm. from the French uh, committee. Pain of Glory from Spain in Spanish. Parasite from South Korea in Korean, of course. Um, yeah, Parasite. 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 Yeah. Love, love Pain of Glory, though. Should win and will win Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. Uh, and we, we're having a lot of great international films lately. Roma last year. Mm-hmm. Probably, mm-hmm. I mean, it should have won Best Picture, right? We're all on board, on board with that. Yep. Not Green Book. Uh, Parasite, I think, should probably win Best Picture as well, hopefully. Fingers crossed there. But it's definitely going to win this award, for sure. Um, do I'm, we want to talk about the documentary ones? Because... We ha- I haven't watched any of them. Um, I've watched two of them. You watched Borsama, right? And American Factory. Oh. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about document- documentary feature? Yeah, so um, we have Borsama, American Factory, The Cave, Honeyland, and Edge of Democracy. Um, no Apollo 11. Yeah. Yeah. That was a movie I was really interested in seeing. Yeah, I was planning on seeing that, but... Is it similar to last year? Uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary, not nominated? Yeah, but... Not as like not big. as big. Yeah. That was like a box office yeah. hit. Yeah, rare like, for a documentary. Was like full. Yeah. yeah, but also last year with Free Solo was a very popular movie as well, mm-hmm. and it yeah. won. Um, overall, this year, I guess smaller documentaries, not as mainstream compared to last year with Free Solo. Um, but I really want to see Forsama. I haven't seen it. What is interesting is Honeyland got like two nominations, documentary and international film. That's pretty unheard of. For Sama got love at the BAFTAs as well, right? Yeah, I think For Sama deserves the win. I don't know. I can't say who will win. Maybe American Factory, Obama's production company. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I want to see For Sama win. I haven't seen The Cave, Honeyland, or Edge of Democracy. I don't know. Yeah, in terms of like critics lists, I've seen a lot of For Sama ranked in the top 20 for a lot of people. So that's something I'm just very interested in and I want to see. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these. So I'm excited to just start watching them and kind of have my opinion on what's going to win. Yeah, I definitely want to watch before the Oscars a couple of these. Uh, I would love to watch all of them, but short on time. Uh, speaking of which, let's move on to the next category, documentary short subject. Um, I haven't dove much into this category, so I can't speak much on it. I'm like looking at the live action documentary and animated shorts, and I'll, I haven't seen a single one. Krista, you watch Hair Love for animated short film? Yeah, I watched Hair Love. I liked it. You think it'll win? Um, it, I think it's a front runner. Yeah, it's or a Kit front Bull runner. Kitbull and Hair Love are like... Yeah, I'm not too sure. I wish I could speak more on these categories. Um, unfortunately, right now, I'm a little ignorant on these uh, categories. haven't dove much into it this year. The shorts. Uh, the shorts. But definitely before the Oscars, I will give them love for sure. But as of right now, the nominations, I can't react. Yeah. haven't uh, followed up much with it. But I, those are all the categories. Um any thoughts you guys have you want to add on? Not really, to be honest. Maybe ask me in a few weeks if I can catch, like, <laughs> yeah. see some of these. But as of right now, no. Yeah. We'll talk more when we do our official Oscars predictions. Yes, we were going to do our official Oscar predictions. These are the nomination reactions. Um, all right, guys, top three snubs overall. Any category, what are your top three snubs to end this episode? The farewell and anything. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Like uh, l- literally anything. Lu like, Wong. Greta Gerwig directing. Yes. That's one of mine. Ooh. Let's see. Another one. I think Portrait of a Lady in anything. Mm. Like okay. it won the canned screenplay. Directing was amazing. Cinematography was amazing. The acting. Like come on. I would say I really wanted to see an Adam Sandler Best yes. Actor nomination. Oh, yeah. That was my snub even though it was not like sixth or seventh in odds i really wanted adam sandler to you know get what? the acting nom now that i'm thinking about it i feel like midsummer cinematography yeah Ooh. oh yeah that's a, that's a good take i've seen a little talk on that but not much but that's that's a great thought yeah, yeah. the cinematography you is definitely have to like like the movie yeah 
Yeah, it was beautifully shot, no doubt. Um, very, very aesthetic, mm-hmm. aesthetically pleasing film. Um, yeah, there's a couple of snubs. Yeah, but like you said, Krista, Adam Sandler, for me, uh, was a big one. Greta Gerwig was probably one of my other ones. And Lulu Wong for Parasite is a massive snub as well. Uh, totally agreed Lulu on all Wong this Lulu Wong for Parasite? For Parasite? Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the farewell. Sorry, I'm thinking of Parasite. I just hope Parasite wins. It's always yeah. on my mind. Yeah, brain. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes our nominations. We're going to have our uh, predictions coming up soon. So thank you guys for listening.